so vain I'm pretty sure the song is about me I'm so vain Don't you think the song is about me Don't you, don't you Today is Tuesday, March 25th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz Show, where I talk about the little things in my life that happened to me. And you know what's so funny is, again, there's this topic I want to talk to you about, but stuff happened today. So we're going to talk about it all on This Joe Batanz right here. On Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz for today's episode, which is Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. Weird mix. Not a lot happened today, yet so much happened today. So we're going to break it down. I actually don't know if it'll last the whole 20 minutes, but I say that, and then 100%, of course, it does last the entire 20 minutes. I do want to pick up yesterday, on yesterday's episode of the show, I did start talking about a trip to Costco. And then the music came on, so I just rushed through it. I did want to tell a couple of stories. One is we had to take back a a bed frame that my parents had bought, and they decided to take it. They never even opened the box, so I did not feel guilty. But they had it, and they returned it to Costco, got their money back. But one of the things, it was so heavy. It was very, very, very heavy. We worried about how we would get it off the truck Uh, because, A, my dad is an old man. And two, my back is actually it's kind of gotten worse over the past couple of days. I think it's because I've been doing so much work with my back that it it kind of I made a slight regression. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, so I had I didn't and I didn't want to wear a back brace or anything out in public. So I went to Costco with them. They needed me to, for their help, but um, we were sort of in a pickle because we get to the Costco. We need to get the the bed frame the very heavy bed frame on a cart but it's so heavy that neither myself nor my dad by ourselves could get it off the truck and so my mom went to go start the return process see if they could get someone to help us lo and behold just our luck a guy a costco employee pushing carts walks by and sees that we're in trouble and he says do you guys need help here's the problem this is probably why my back hurts today. He was so fucking hot. Well, as far as I could tell, he was wearing a mask. But he's one of the people who looks hot with a mask on. Okay? And I was like, like super nice. He had those kind of biceps. that, like, I'm not a big fan of big, big giant biceps, but I do like a nice cut. Just, ugh. Just, he was just in tan because he's in the sun all day. Pushing the carts and... Latina, which I love, and just sweaty, and just, ugh, was so my type. I was so in love. And he was, the funny cute part was, he thought we were loading the thing onto the truck. So at first he was helping us put it on. We're like, no, 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 we gotta take it off. But he just figured he saw me, who looked like an able-bodied person, 
Meanwhile, doesn't know that like I'm feeble. He goes, all right, let's do this in one, two, three. And I didn't want to seem weak. So I lifted with him this heavy thing. And now my back hurts today. Not anything incredibly bad. Not that I can't walk, but just like, uh, I'm paying the price now. So, uh, yeah. So that was because I didn't want the hot guy to think I was a feeble, uh, achy back man. So that was the Costco store. Then get the money back. And, ugh, I was in a lot of pain. Uh, all right. Okay. That said, let's talk about, so I had spoke, I spoke to Aiden last night. And one of the things I knew was that he was supposed to wake up very early this morning because he was due to, um, uh, he was due to, what was I going to think? I just lost my train of thought. Oh, he was due to, he had to work at 6.30 in the morning. He had to work at 6.30 in the morning. And I just like to do this. Whenever he has to work early, I get up and I talk to him on his way to work. And I think he's very touched by it. And I think it's a cute thing to do. And so uh, I said I would do it again. He was so happy, and we were going to talk this, you know, on the in his. At, at, he had to be at work at six thirty, and so he leaves his house like quarter to six, and we would talk from five forty-five till about six twenty when he walks into work, and blah blah blah. So, um, and so I, my phone automatically goes into do not disturb mode at eleven p.m. until seven a.m. But at around 11, I turned it off from Do Not Disturb so that in case he called me, in case I overslept or whatever, his phone call would wake me up. So I did. And then I went to sleep. And rather early, probably around 10.30. Well, I'm awakened by uh, a phone call. And at first I think, oh my god, I slept through it. And I wake up. But it's 1.30 in the morning. And it's from all around train wreck. Cameron. I'm like, oh God, what is this? So I answer the phone. I'm like, hello. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, I was, I was just, I don't know, what's up? What's going on? Everything okay? Yeah, 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 everything's okay. I'm just really drunk. And I'm like, oh God, this is really annoying. First of all, because Cameron is or was a recovering alcoholic. And the the last time he and I talked about this, he hadn't had a drink in, like, years. But I found out in this phone call he's actually been drinking again since, like, March or something, since the pandemic. And I was like, oh, he's like, he was really drunk. And then he started telling me the story about, he's like, he starts telling me his day. And he's like, yeah, I woke up in the morning, and I decided I'm going to fix my car myself. And so I watched some YouTube videos. He has an old Volvo. He goes, I watched some YouTube videos and I fixed my Volvo and then she was purring like a champ. You know, she was running great. So I had a, a, a tattoo appointment in Portland. He lives in Olympia, Washington. Okay. Let me ask a good question for Alexa. Computer, how far is the drive from Olympia, Washington to Portland, Oregon? Let's try it again. Computer, how long is the drive from Portland, Oregon to Olympia, Washington? From Portland 
to drive to Olympia based on current traffic, it'll take about one hour and 55 minutes. Oh. For some reason, my head... Um, that can't be right. Let me try that again. Computer. How long is the trip from Portland, Oregon to Olympia, Washington? From Portland, Olympia is 114.4 miles away oh. from the car. Oh, it's not that far. Okay, I thought it was a far. I thought it was like San Francisco to LA kind of thing. It's only two hours. Oh, okay. So you're like, I drove from and I drove to Portland. I had an appointment at a tattoo parlor. And my car broke down when I was like 20 minutes away. So then I had to call a tow truck, and the tow truck took the car to the Volvo place, but it dropped me off at the tattoo parlor, and I made it in time. And, uh, yeah, and then I got my tattoo, and now I have a hotel room because I'm waiting for them to fix my car. And, uh, and then, and then, and, okay, just so you know, he told me that same story three times. Okay. Then he tells me, he then begins, because he's drunk, to rattle off all the different people that he had called first before he called me. He goes, I called uh, Shay twice, but he didn't answer. I called uh, Allie McLawn, or She has a weird name. Allie Lawn or something. And she didn't answer. I called Brett. He didn't answer. I called my mom. She didn't answer. I called my sister. She didn't answer. I called Sweet Michael. He didn't answer. I called uh, So Kyung. He didn't answer. I, and then I'm like, who Who are all these people? And I called my grandma. She didn't answer. And finally, I called you. And look, you answered. And uh, it was at that point that I was like, okay, I got to go. You know, like I was like, he's just calling me and insulting me. And I was actually kind of a dick. Not even kind of, like really a dick. Like, I don't have time for this. You're drunk. I don't like drunk Cameron. Whatevs, right? And then um, I texted Sweet Michael, because Sweet Michael didn't answer. I said, because it was one in the morning in Washington, D.C. And I said, you're so lucky you didn't pick up Cameron's call. Well, I guess he was up. So he text messages me. And he goes, I, I woke up and I saw that he called... He goes, I've been sitting here thinking, should I call him back? I go, oh, girl. I go, go, feel free to call him back. I said, but um, I don't know if you're going to be happy with that effort. So uh, he uh, he didn't call him back. But I felt badly for being such a dick to Cameron. So I wrote him. It was still a firm text message. But I sent him a text message. I was like, look, I'm not mad at you. I'm not bitter. I just don't like drunk Cameron. I think you're better than that. Go back to not drinking. Sober Cameron's better. Everybody loves sober Cameron. And then I went, but then I put my phone back in do not disturb mode. Because I was like, now he's going to keep, now he's going to go on a shame spiral, the alcoholic shame spiral, and start messaging me and doing all this drama. So let me put my phone in do not disturb. I did. I put it in the chair. Went back to sleep. I did wake up at four forty-five, and I thought, but I was really tired. I'm like, I'll just sleep for like forty-five more minutes. Girl, I woke up at six fifteen, and there was like a sad text message from Aiden saying, "I called you, sad face." And I was like, "Oh, I fucking missed it, fuck!" So I called him. He was just about to walk into work. I'm like, "I feel awful." He goes, "No, don't feel awful." 
it's okay. And I was like, no, I feel awful. I feel awful, 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 awful. He's like, no, don't be sorry. It's okay. It's okay. And I was like, oh, I just felt like shit afterwards. So I was trying to think of how to make it up to him. So what I did was I bought him uh, a gift card to Chipotle. So he could have like lunch on me or something. So um, that's what I did. And uh, he loved it. He was so excited. He was like, oh, my God, please miss our phone calls more often. Joke. Ha, ha, ha. We'll come back to Aiden in a second. So sure enough, uh, Cameron, of course, did uh, text me uh, right afterwards. And he was super apologetic and said he was ashamed of himself. Again, it's the... It's the um, it's the alcoholic cycle, you know, where they feel bad for being an alcoholic, blah, 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 blah. And so I uh, I was like, whatever. He goes, I'll call you in the morning. And so um, sure enough, he called me about mid-morning to apologize. And he felt badly. And I told him, look, don't feel badly. I, I go, it's just more like uh, this thing where, uh, you know, I just don't, I don't, I don't like drunk Cameron, especially when drunk Cameron's gonna call me and tell me all the people he called before he called me. And, um, that was fine. And then it, that was a, a night, it was a brief conversation. It was fine. It ended fine. Actually, I don't even think it was that brief. I think it might have been a long conversation. And then I had to get to work on the Golden Girls episode of Shady Pines today, which if you just heard it live, you would know it was a very detailed episode. I, I literally, now look, I'm sure I could have done more research, but I think the research I did was fine. I wanted to give a very detailed episode zero, set everybody up with the story of how the Golden Girls came to be, who were these actresses leading up to the Golden Girls, who are the characters. I wanted to do all that. And so that was, that required a lot of note taking, a lot of, I'll be honest with you, all my research was done on Wikipedia, but it's reading, if you think about it, very lengthy articles on Wikipedia. It's a very lengthy Golden Girls article. It's a very lengthy, and then I did one for each of the actresses that played them, and they have lengthy articles. And I was taking notes, trying to put together a script and an outline and stuff like that. Look, was it a lot of work in total? No, but it was. It did require some concentration and homework. And while I was doing said homework, uh, Cameron called me again. He's like, "Do you have ten minutes?" And I was like, oh, God. And I was like, yeah, I have 10 minutes. What's up? And he was like, uh, my computer's not, I mean, my phone's not working right. And I'm here in the middle of downtown Portland. And he wanted me to go on Eater, uh, on Eater Portland and find the list of the 38 essential restaurants in Portland and help him find a place to eat dinner. And then, and then we started talking and that was, and that took out a big chunk. And it was just like, ugh, ugh. Right. But look, I'm there. I could hang up the phone at any point, but I get swept up in this. That's just the way. Look, again, I promise you no emotion. In fact, today was such an amazing day with uh, Aiden. I'll tell you about that in a second. It even tripled down on my no emotional attachment to Cameron. Trust and believe. Right. And once you remember, both parties have to be in it. I, I don't think Cameron has any interest in getting back together with me. So remember that, too. So, uh, but they were just fine, pleasant, annoyed Joe conversations with Cameron. 
it actually reminds me a lot of the relationship we had when he was just overall train wreck Cameron. And now he uh, is back to overall train wreck Cameron. So uh, even though his life is more together than it was then. Anyway, that's not the point. That was the Cameron story today. Lots of Cameron today. I hope there's less Cameron. In the, I, there was a time, and maybe this is it because today's Tuesday. He only really contacts me on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and that's it. And it's only one time during the week. So today, I think, was my, if you think about it, one thirty in the morning is Tuesday. I think I had my Tuesday, and I, and I think I won't hear from him for another week. And that's fine. If it starts to become a thing where it's more than one day, there's going to be issues. Anyway, very cute conversation with Aiden today. Oh, my God. We are so smitten with each other. And I am going to triple down on what I said on some show. I don't know what show I said this on. Which is that he is so important for my self-esteem. And what I mean is that I'm learning more and more in sometimes humorous ways that he has a different, you know, there's a lid for every pot. And, 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 and sexually speaking, I was never in doubt that romantically he's into me. But I was always in doubt about his physical attraction to me, not because of anything he said or anything. It's just, it's, it's, you know, there's the, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you supposed to love somebody else? Well, the opposite is true too. If you hate somebody, if you hate yourself, well, of course you're going to hate somebody else. And, uh, and I just have such a, a, a negative opinion of myself physically. So it's hard for me to find, cause also, oh, oh my gosh. Also, it's one of these things where, you know, over my life, I've had one or not, but not the other. So with, if you take Cameron and Nick Swartzen and combine them, they're Aiden, where Cameron romantically at that point was everything I ever wanted, but it was, it was missing the physical intimacy part. And that drove me crazy and then ultimately poisoned the relationship because He's not homosexual. I do believe he's homoromantic, but I believe he's heterosexual. Then, with Swartzen, he loved having sex with me. And I loved having sex with him. But he wanted nothing to do with me romantically. He's just a closed-off soul and just didn't even want me to be around. And it sort of reminded me of other things that happened to me in my life. But where I've had relationships with that, where they want to have sex with me, but they don't want to have any, they want, they don't want me in, in their life at all, romantically or vulnerable or anything. And that was Nick Swartzen. But, um, Aiden's the whole package. Because the one thing I will say about Nick that was so intoxicating, and it's, it, it, it's true to this day, which is when he looked at me and when he looks at me, I'm talking about Nick Swartzen. It is like with lust. Which is not necessarily a positive thing, but it's not a look that I'm used to. And, uh, yeah, I was there for it because I just never get that. Well, today in conversation with, with Aiden is I found out that he sees me the same way and also romantically because I was telling the story about how today on the Sydney gaze, I was, I took my shirt off in a jokey thing for Lori. And he goes, oh, my God, please send me pictures. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see, please. And I was like, 
no, I don't feel so, I feel very self-conscious. I don't want to take pictures of me with my shirt off. He's like, please, please, please. I would love it. I wouldn't, I want to I think you're so beautiful. And I was like, I just don't buy it. And then he got his feelings right and buy it. And I said, okay, name a celebrity that you think, not that, not that I look like, I didn't say that, but name a celebrity that you think would make me feel better that you think is attractive. And before I could even finish the sentence, before I could finish the sentence, he went, DJ Khaled, and I was like, what? He thinks DJ Khaled is so cute. I don't even know if I'm saying his right name right. DJ Khaled? DJ Khalid? I don't know. He thinks he is so fucking hot. Please look him up. K-H-A-L-E-D. DJ K-H-A-L-E-D, if you don't know who he is. Aiden thinks he is the hottest fucking person. I don't think I'm better looking than many people on this planet. But the one person that I am very confident I am better looking than is DJ Colin. And so if Aiden thinks he is sexy and there was no hesitation, I'm here for it. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of This Job of Tance, where you can always catch it. We'll be here tomorrow, right here on Afterthought Media.